Welcome. I'm Barbara Call, Senior Director of Content Strategy with CIO Marketing Services, and welcome to our podcast, Enterprise of the Future, brought to you by CIO.com and sponsored by Kindrel. This podcast offers insights and actionable steps around transitioning into the future and how to create a strategy for navigating the journey. We'll also explore how technology drives outcomes with applications, data, and AI, and impacts digital transformation at every level. Welcome to episode one, Reboot Customer Experience Through the Lens of Data and AI, where we'll explore the growing voice of the customer and how data and AI can help organizations deliver personalized customer experiences and superior customer support. I'm joined today by two speakers. First up is Naveen Kamat, Vice President and CTO of Data and AI Services at Kindrel. Welcome, Naveen. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, uh, thank you, Barbara, and pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm Naveen Kamat, I lead up the Data and AI Services practice for Kindrel globally. Been in the IT uh, industry for close to 25 years now, the data and AI domain for the last seven years or so. Uh, this is a domain that keeps you on your toes always, right? And I'm thoroughly fascinated, privileged with the opportunity to work with a diverse set of clients on their business outcomes and glad to be on this podcast. All right, nice to have you. My second guest is Dimas Jimeno, Executive President and Founder of Wow Concept. Welcome, Dimas. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, yeah, well, my name is Dimas Jimeno. I'm being uh, CEO and chairman of uh, El Corte Inglés, department store, big, big chain in Spain. And now I'm executive chairman of a Wow Concept, new project of retail uh, that tries to get the best from digital and physical and to be uh, driven especially by the new generation client that I'm sure that we're going to talk now further on. All right. Thank you for joining us. So let's jump right in. The voice of the customer has never been louder, and they continue to make their opinions known via their wallets. CIOs and CEOs alike are picking up on the importance of addressing this trend. I have a few stats I'd like to share. Among the top three concerns on the CEO's agenda in 2023 is customer experience. Source for that is Foundry's State of the CIO Study 2023. In another study, 46% of respondents say improving customer insight and engagement is driving their data-driven initiatives. And another 43% say improving customer service and support is driving that investment. So let's start with you, Dimas. What are some of the changes taking place in consumer expectations? Well, right now, I think that uh, consumers, uh, they really want to be uh, surprised. They are looking for a different shopping experience that have to be unique. Product is more important than ever. You need to find a way to be different and to deliver new brands and new products that uh, surprise the clients. You have to do it uh, delivering a shopping experience that it's uh, has to be great, but also has to be you have to be sure that uh, it is absolutely uh, mixed with the digital and the digital. I think these two channels are now they need to be they they need to disappear as as as, as channels and really become one thing. And uh, you you also need to be sure 
that uh, now there is a big change on generations uh, and the expectation of each kind of client, depending on the age, can be very, very different. So I think that the, these three things are very, very important to be, to be accomplished and to be sure that you are uh, really working on that to, to, to deliver that shopping experience to be really, really different. So it's all about making sure that you know the pre-pandemic consumer expectations, there are shift shifting, and uh, it's all about, as I said, be digital with the rise of e-commerce and on-demand services. Consumers uh, are expecting faster and more convenient experiences, and they really want to be able to browse and and, and to one channel to the to the other seamlessly, online and offline, and receive them at their convenience. You have to be sure also that they are personalized. Consumers are increasingly expecting personalized experiences, whether it's on the form of personalized recommendations, promotions, customized products, or personalized communication. They want to feel the brand and, uh, and to understand their individual needs and preferences. And also, you have to be transparent. Now, more than ever, consumers are becoming more interested on the ethical and social impact of the products and services that they are purchasing. They want companies to be transparent about their business practices and the impact they have on the environment and society. So yes, that would be my recommendations about how you can really match those expectations right now when consumers are more challenging than ever. Yeah, certainly a high bar to meet. And we, we know that technology and data are going to be part of the solution. Naveen, what's the shift taking place in data-driven experiences from your point of view? Yeah, sure, uh, Barbara. And uh, I think great perspectives from you, Dimas. Uh, you've been a, a visionary uh, leader in this uh, space of you know driving next generation of CX, customer experience. I could not agree more with you on how physical and digital worlds are converging and how uh, customer experience is becoming a differentiator when customers have multiple choices, right? Um, in this experience economy, I believe uh, data plays a pivotal role. Uh, if you take the retail industry, you have customer touch points across various channels and workflows, uh, whether that's online, in-store, um, whether that's uh, the contact center. Uh, now, how do you integrate data from these various channels and ensure a holistic profile of customer behaviors and preferences. Uh, you need the right data foundation, uh, call it uh, Customer 360 or call it the Customer Data Platform. But once you have that, you can, you can drive machine learning and intelligent applications programs across the business and at scale. Now, what is changing? Uh, we are beginning to see an outside-in approach to data transformation uh, and architecture. Uh, for elevating customer experience, uh, looking at the various customer journeys and working backwards to what the data architecture should be for the right data foundation. Uh, more data is being collected than ever before as uh, customers interact with multiple channels, uh, first party, second party, third party data even. And, uh, and also I think if I have to mention another aspect apart from the data integration part that I alluded to, uh, there's the whole uh, concept of observability of customer experience, right? Becoming a critical part of the uh, CX agenda. Uh, so when I say observability, it's about being able to track 
if clients exited your portal because of long wait times to search or get information they needed, or if, in, if the client is in a store uh, because of unavailability of a specific product, uh, they you know sort of left the store without any purchase. So some of those things are beginning to change, uh, Barbara. All right, great. So we're going to talk about data and AI specifically. Dimas, what, how should enterprises use data and AI for improving customer experience and also driving those new digital experiences? Well, as, as Navid said, um, I think it's, first of all, very important to understand that data is probably your number one priority. It's all about understanding that and the only way to know your customer the way you, you need is to make sure you are enabling all your tools and all the technology available to really uh, be uh, gathering that information. Uh, right now, I think that on digital uh, commerce, uh, there are many ways uh, that that is happening. My suggestion here is when you really have the possibility to to also have a physical space, uh, I think it's probably a much more new and uh, high potential way to gather information when you have your clients live in your store. I think that's the, probably the, the biggest opportunity that retailers we have right now. And by understanding this, using this big data on the digital, but going on this much more small data on the physical, making sure that you can, as Nabin was saying, you can go much farther uh, because when you are on a physical space, you can, uh, let's say, control and understand and get much more information about customer behavior, the way they uh, behave with one brand, with another, if they stop, they try, they just they don't buy it at the end. All that uh, world is really uh, happening right now. It's full of opportunity, and that's my that would be my my big big re re recommendation. And at the end of the day, the objective is to gain a deeper understanding of our customers, to really optimize product recommendations, improve your inventory and management, and provide more personalized, engaging, and efficient experiences. And this can lead to increased consumer loyalty, improved brand reputation, and increased revenue of, over time. And, and this is something that I'm, I can really tell you that it's happening in, in WOW concert. And uh, that's why I encourage all my colleagues in the retail industry to really bet on this, on this uh, data uh, gathering on the physical, which is really, really just uh, starting. Very interesting, Damas, and we want to hear more about WOW Concept in a bit. Naveen, let's talk a little bit about what the reality is, right? What are the challenges of developing a data modernization strategy and also the platforms to improve accuracy? How can our listeners solve these issues? That's a great question, uh, Barbara. And, uh, you know, working with clients globally, uh, what we've seen typically is that uh, there are multiple data silos, right? Uh, uh, clients have different data systems uh, for different channels uh, and, and redundancy in data operations, multiple tools to manage their data estate. So all of that leads to issues with data trust, data quality, and uh, the enterprise loses confidence in the data that they have, right? So it becomes harder to further then derive insights and you know decisions out of that. 
the other aspect I would also call out is that it's not really all about technology or having the right uh, tools. It's also about having the right uh, processes or business workflows and the people orientation, right? If, if there is data literacy across the organization, it becomes so much more easier to drive a data-driven sort of an agenda. Uh, we talked about uh, having the right data foundation earlier, uh, you know, call it the customer 360 or the customer data platform. Uh, one of our advisors to clients is to reimagine this as a data product, uh, which can be brought together with input from cross-functional teams, not just from the marketing team or the sales team, but your product teams, your, uh, you know, your uh, CRM, your different, um, you know, uh, sales teams, you know, all of that coming together uh, to create this data product with clear domain ownership and working across data stewards in the various business functions. Uh, so then it becomes an asset that can be used across the enterprise multiple times over by different lines of businesses, um, right? And uh, uh, to Dimas's point earlier, um, the use cases are so so varied and so uh, impactful, right? If you have the right data foundation, you can drive personalized recommendations. Um, you can look at you know things like the fitting rooms of the future, uh, the next best offer, shelf availability a whole range of uh, different uh, uh, you know, uh, business drivers and business uh, outcome related uh, possibilities um, then, then become uh, easier to achieve. That's great, thank you. Dimas, anything you'd like to add? I totally agree. I mean, and, and the, the thing about the touch points, I think it's really, really important. Uh, again, uh, reinforcing the idea that, the, 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 that there are no more channels right now the relationship between brands and clients, it's really about the way they are really connected with your brand, with your brand every every time and any way. You know, it's the social media, it's the physical store, it's digital store, it is um, um, a web page, any, any way, anyhow. And, and understanding this is obviously complicates a lot in the beginning. But once you understand this, I think it's uh, you can really transform the conversation with your with your clients uh, into a much more way of understanding and and uh, making that engagement much more richer and and using this to to be different. No? So I, I totally agree with with the the, the thoughts uh, that Naveen was 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 uh, saying, and and it's all about technology. It is now. Uh, the best tool uh, that uh, obviously you have in your in your strategy to really make that uh, conversation real uh, and and profitable in terms of uh, understanding and getting the best of your clients. All right, great stuff, Naveen. Let's go back to you. Can you give us a few examples of some quick win strategies? You know, such as AI powered customer experience and strategic work for key customers. What are your thoughts there? Uh, sure, yeah, I think uh, at least with, with, the, with the clients that we've worked with and uh, you know some of our experiences here, I think what's beginning to work is when you decompose the entire you know, the customer experience agenda into customer journeys. Uh, so if you segment customer experience uh, by journeys because you know the journey for a customer that's doing, let's say online shopping versus in-store shopping could be very different all the way from you know uh, the getting to the product to the acquisition to the service and all of that 
so once you break it down into customer journeys, then you can prioritize on the attributes that make the most sense from a data perspective. Uh, so instead of having to collect maybe a thousand different uh, data attributes, uh, can you do with much lesser? So I, I always advocate a less is more approach. Uh, specifically to get to the right data foundation. Right? So, and we're very privileged to be working with uh, WOW Concepts, uh, with Dimas's team, a very future and forward-looking team. Uh, that's exactly the kind of transformation that WOW Concepts is driving, uh, leading to a best-in-class, you know, elevated customer experience. Uh, just to quote another example, one of the largest banks in Asia, where we were asked to come in and provide full-stack observability for their customer experience across uh, high-value transaction systems. Uh, so we were basically looking at uh, the feature adoption. We're looking at uh, some of their, uh, you know, transaction time, session spans. Uh, so we basically deployed a very simple technology stack. And within a very short uh, time frame of maybe just around eight weeks or so, we were able to uh, show them, uh, you know, what uh, were, you know, some of the uh, statistics uh, related to some of these high value transactions. For example, 33% of their high value transactions were failing. Um, so that was quite a revelation, right? And that kind of led to quite a few changes in terms of why, why were these transactions failing? Were this because of technical issues, non-technical issues? Uh, so to summarize, I think take a MVP approach, uh, decompose your customer experience into customer journeys uh, around the workflows that have greater business impact. And again, uh, not to boil the ocean, uh, look at how, how we can do with less is more I think that philosophy is far more powerful than drowning with a lot of dimensionality issues. All right. Thank you, Naveen. So, Damas, I would love to hear more about what's going on at WOW Concept and what your vision is there. Okay. Uh, well, WOW Concept is, um, we're really trying to do many interesting things at the same time. That is why it really makes WOW Concept a very interesting and challenging project. But we are really proud that we are on that, on that uh, journey. Uh, WOW Concept was launched one year ago, and we can see the immense potential we really have. We think that technology must be used to create a unique and an engaging shopping experience that combines the best of online and, and offline retail. We use technology by incorporating interactive displays and digital installations throughout our Grand Via store, which is our first, and we are going to open our second in October, it's uh, in Serrano Street. Um, these displays showcase products and in an engaging and immersive way, allowing customers to interact with and learn more about the products that they are interested in. In a way, it's really about getting the best from the physical and add it to the digital and the other way around. Let's just give me a, let's, two examples. When a customer starts on the mobile phone and enters in our in a store, uh, magic happens. First of all, we know the, that the customer has entered and we know a lot about him. So when you start that way, you can really transform normalized uh, operations into really personalized. And we transform our sales associates into personal shoppers in a way. But then we add all the value that the physical is really adding to the digital. For example, uh, conversion rates are higher and also uh, we managed to uh, create a really long-time uh, value relationship with a with a, with a client. I, I'm a true believer that uh, loyalty only really comes through through physical, right? So th this would be like an example of 
getting the best from a, 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 as Naveen was saying, a customer journey that starts on digital, but then we manage to, to, to take it to the physical. Let's think the other way around. A customer that enters for the first time in the, in the Gran Vía store, in the physical store, has no idea about the, the marketplace, has no idea about the digital side, but then uh, feels attracted by that, and then he enters in that community. Well, also magic happens. First of all, because we are uh, reducing the cost of acquisition of clients in the digital space that you know that is getting really, really expensive nowadays, but also we are adding uh, many interesting things to to a, to a physical operation itself because we are expanding on inventory and when you add the digital then to the, to the physical uh, experience, uh, you can offer many more products to the client and it's really adding a lot of value. No? So that would be like a two very, very simple examples of how in WOW we are getting the best of both worlds by, by just having one customer journey and avoiding the idea of, of channels. It's really about one shopping experience, one customer journey, and we are uh, facing it this way, right? So, uh, yeah, that's one of the things. The second thing that uh, we are doing, it's really bringing new products, new brands. 60% uh, of our brands, are they come from the digital world. There are digital native vertical brands that they are looking now to go to the physical and um, that's what we deliver to the nowadays in the Spanish market. And that also allows you to have a very interesting proposal, especially for younger customers. One of the interesting things that one, one, after one year's uh, exercise we have is the average age of our clients is really, really uh, low. So, and that is very, very attractive, especially even for other brands, more heritage brands, more that, that are more... Um, traditional and they love to be also with us because what they're looking is to to engage for younger generations so yeah that would be like in a glimpse a little bit of what is wow and what's what we are now working on all right that's great really interesting examples thank you before we continue our conversation i'd like to say a few words about our sponsor kindrel kindrel is the world's largest provider of it infrastructure services serving thousands of enterprise customers in more than 60 countries. As a focused independent company, Kindrel is building on their foundation of excellence by bringing in the right partners, investing in their business, and working side by side with their customers to unlock their potential. To learn more, visit kindrel.com. Welcome back. We've been talking about the growing voice of the customer and how data and AI can help organizations deliver personalized customer experiences and superior customer support. So Naveen, my next question is for you. Talk a little bit about how you ensure customer trust and privacy and what about governance? Sure, uh, Barbara, that's again a great question. Uh, so what essentially we see uh, is it's important for organizations to build transparency and uh, gain consent on data collection and usage. Uh, then of course, it's very important for good reliable data uh, to be used for AI or ML or reporting purposes uh, by people who should have access uh, to this data and ensuring that any customer personal information is not compromised in any way, right? Uh, so normally we have seen uh, clients deploying uh, five or 10 different tools 
to get these views whether you know data is reliable where is it coming from um, and and you know does it meet all of the quality kpis and some of that so to abstract all of that complexity uh, what would be ideal is to have a single pane of glass uh, where you can handle data privacy where you can make sure right people have access to the right data they're able to you know sort of look at what data is available within the enterprise what access they can have um, establish data lineage um, and and provide governance across the data estate right? so we have recently introduced a solution called the kindrel data and ai console that does exactly that kind of abstracts all of this complexity and provides this um, you know unified view uh, and lastly and most importantly i think uh, also uh, like i was saying earlier it's not just about the technology right it's important to have the regular audits uh, ensure compliance maybe even have uh, dedicated uh, data privacy officers right uh, so so there are various different ways that you can look at addressing this whole space of customer trust privacy ensuring the right uh, governance guardrails are in place all right thanks that's great stuff um you know, privacy is such a hot topic right now, and security shows up time and time again in our surveys of C-suite um, and business leaders. Damas, I'm curious, can you talk to how you solve for this at WOW Concept? Well, for us, obviously, uh, privacy is very important, and uh, it's really about um, uh, making a value proposition for clients. Um, we are not uh, expecting to be obviously um, not um, friendly to our clients. Uh, what we are pushing a lot is to make them understand that you have like two kinds of shopping experience. You have the when you are uh, identified by yourself in a natural way or when you're not. Because if you don't do it that way, you are missing something. No? So it's really about... Uh, in order to, to avoid all that uh, problems and, and really being attractive to, to, to your customers is forgetting the idea about uh, asking for permission to get data. It's really about them understanding that uh, it's a lot of value for them. And it, obviously, it goes beyond price or promotion. It's really about, a, I mean, if you want to really be part of this, uh, I mean, uh, get, get into our community. Once you are in the community, you are already identified and for you, it's going to be natural to be to be locked in when you enter the store, or the other way around. So I think that's really my my thoughts about this. It's not just offering Wi-Fi service if you identify yourself. I think it's it's really about making sure that what you offer to your client is really worth it. And and if they understand it, they, it's going to be very very natural. All right. Thank you. Very interesting. So my last question is for you, Dimas. I want to talk about the future. What do you have planned at WOW Concept? And even beyond that, where do you see customer experience headed in the future, even two or three years out? Well, um, WOW Concept now, it's like a baby. So we are only one year, one year old. And obviously, we need to make sure that uh, we execute everything correctly. Uh, now we are all, all the team is working to to have our new store in Serrano Street uh, ready for October, but after that I think it's going to be a very uh, nice uh, little shopping uh, new project, and after that it, we want to be profitable, and why not uh, explore uh, maybe different countries and because. What we really think is that the physical works for the digital. So what we're doing about building 
physical stores from your digital, uh, let's say, uh, uh, operation really makes your physical much more easier. So that's that's what that's our goal, no? To really be ready in two years' time to to have a profitable company and then explore uh, new countries. Uh, about the question about how do I see in two years' time um, this shopping experience, uh, I really think that um, it's likely to become even more personalized, seamless and immersive in, in two years' time. Companies that can stay ahead of these trends and meet customer expectations are likely to be successful in the medium and long term. In my opinion, there are some potential trends that, uh, and, and that will really, really uh, are going to be very, very strong. In first place, seamless digital experience. I really believe that the omnichannel way of facing this is, is no longer um, okay. And it's really about digital. It's, you have to really forget about the channels. It's not because if not, it's going to be very, very difficult. Uh, of course, I also think that uh, it's all about much more emotional. Uh, I think that right, rational shopping and to really match the uh, be convenient and the, and to match the, the the necessities of customers. I think digital is does that really really well and it's already well covered. What I can see nowadays is there is a big lack of matching the most uh, the more emotional part of the shopping. Let's the most impulsive things, those things that you see that you really don't need, but when you see them, you just cannot live without them, and you buy them. Um, so it's much more like a leisure buying. I think that uh, part can only be done correctly with physical stores. So I really think that the, the retailers that understand that by adding to their digital operations these physical stores, but well done, where you really push the emotional and you really deliver shopping experiences that are unique, I think they're going to be really, really powerful. And then um, for the last thing I would uh, really, really uh, push a lot is, the, again, the personalization. I think that customers now, that we really want to be known. Uh, we really want to be understood. And there's nothing more powerful than a product just for you. And, and I think that can only be done, as Naveen said before, gathering that data, understanding it, and really with the right technology and the right companies to help you to really put it at the service of that engagement, really, really valuable that uh, it's going to make your customers really choose you because they really think that you are working just for them, you know, in a very, I would say, hyper-personalized way. You know? So this would be like three big trends that I, I really think are going to be, be very, very strong and we're going to see in the, in the next years. All right. Thank you. Very interesting conversation. Thank you again to my guests. Naveen Kamat is from Kindrel and Dimas Jimeno from Wow Concept. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode in the Enterprise of the Future podcast, brought to you by CIO.com and sponsored by Kindrel. I encourage you to tune in for episode two, where we'll explore mastering modern applications for a modern enterprise. This podcast series is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. For more information, be sure to visit Kindrel.com. For CIO and Kindrel, I'm Barbara Call.
This podcast has been produced by IDG Communications Incorporated, doing business as Foundry, in association with its sponsor, Kindrel.